What is up, everybody? Happy Halloween. Thank you for checking out a new episode of the Baba Gore Core podcast. I appreciate your support on this. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Follow the Facebook page, Baba Gore Core, on Facebook. Uh, on that page, that's where I will uh, post, post updates of uh, my past guests. Uh, whatever they have going on, I'll post up there uh, to keep you on the know of what, what they have coming up, going on. Uh, so y'all be in the know of that. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Real PC Huerta. Um, if you want to know, keep up with me, what I got going on. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, let me ask you a favor, though. Whatever uh, platform that you were listening to this podcast, whether it's uh, CastBox, SoundCloud, um, iTunes, um, Google Play, However you listen to podcasts, however you're listening to this podcast, subscribe to the channel uh, so we get the numbers boosted up. That will help me out a lot, uh, and I do appreciate that. Uh, subscribe, listen, share. Uh, your support is very much appreciated, so thank you for that. Uh, on this episode, a special Halloween edition of the Babacoa Core podcast, I had an old friend, uh, an old friend of mine come on. And a recent award winner, gold award winner for his short film, Night Out. Um, he took gold in that with the uh, Creepers Film Festival. Um, that was, um, you know, at the beginning of the month, beginning of October. Uh, he did a short film a while back called Night Out. Um, and uh, he won first prize, gold, pl gold place, gold award winner um, on that. And uh, he's an upcoming... Uh, writer director he has a, a few products coming out the few products actually a lot of products that he's working on uh more short short films feature films and uh so yeah uh so yes yeah, i'm talking about uh jay mendez writer director jay mendez aka joseph mendez uh a good friend of mine old friend of mine it was good to have him uh have him come on uh catch up and then just talk about you know what he has going on uh, so this was a good one. Uh, you can find him on Instagram and Twitter, both at uh, writer J Mendez, and uh, I will also post a link to his uh, to his short film Night Out. Um, I'll post that up. You can find that on YouTube if you Google Night Out. Um, but I will post the link in the show notes so y'all could uh, check that out. It's very interesting, uh, award-winning, obviously. So uh, proud of the guy. And uh, he has a lot of stuff coming on, coming out. So uh, you want to keep up with him, so you'll know what what he has coming out with uh, feature films, short films, any other projects that he is working on. Uh, so yeah, enjoy this episode. Uh, happy Halloween! Hopefully, you have a safe one, a fun one. Uh, so enjoy this episode with writer director Joseph Mendes. So what is this, uh, The Night Out? Explain it to people who haven't seen it yet. Um, so Night Out is basically, it's a film about uh, one one guy's uh, late night drive going home uh, and encounters three of uh, San Antonio's uh, most popular uh, urban legends. Uh -huh. um, two of them are basically uh, kind of 
Texas, Texas urban legends, um, um, Hispanic, you know, uh, backgrounds to them too as well. But um, it's uh, basically one guy picks up a hitchhiker uh, take on his way of taking her home, which she lives basically all the way into the city. So it's a long drive. Mm-hmm. Um, through the drive, he ends up encountering some uh, creepy kids on some creepy ghost tracks. Uh, and then uh, along with that, he encounters a woman uh, that he sees uh, drowning her baby, mm-hmm. um, then screams out wondering what she did with that. And that goes back to the La Llorona, uh legend and uh, urban legend of uh, the ghost story. Um, and then at the end of the night after he drops her off, he realizes that she left uh, her sweater in his car. Mm-hmm. So he gets up and takes it back to the house. And uh, when he goes to the front porch, you see a man standing there. And uh, he finds out that that girl had uh, been dead for several years now and uh every year on that same night she ends up bringing him that sweater and uh kind of ends off with that little that little twist at the end that you know she was uh basically a ghost the entire time riding with him yeah um so it's it's a cool little story i just uh intertwined all those three legends into one guy's story Mm -hmm. um I had originally made it eight years ago, I think. I believe it was about eight years ago, seven yeah, right. years ago. Yeah, 2011? Yeah, it was, uh, it was quite a bit of a long time. And uh, I was always afraid to put it out there because, like I said, I had just started filming. It was my very first uh, film that I've ever done. And, you know, we do it with a short little Canon camera. And uh, I think it was like 300 bucks to our budget that we raised uh, with a little popcorn basket fundraiser. Oh, wow. And um, we were able to buy some lights with it. And I had my family, all my friends, everything was just friends helping me out and putting it together. So it's uh, pretty amazing to know that I, uh, you know, took eight years i finally put it out there and actually won an award for the first time that was the first time submitting it yeah uh ever oh, wow. yeah uh, i'd never submitted like I say i was afraid to put it. i put it on youtube you know um and it was out there but you know i didn't really you know push to promote it or anything like that like i said i was a little nervous since it was uh, you know uh, just a handheld home camera you know yeah um but it was it's really cool man it's really exciting um it actually you know inspired me to keep doing this again um i I started putting my foot back in the door with film uh this this past year um it's just i realized how much i missed it and i had gotten away from it because of my job um my job was kind of 24 7 um on call all the time uh it was a busy Mm -hmm. uh job and i kind of took me away from that and uh, i realized how much you know my passion was film so um now that i've started a new direction a new role at my at my company um it gives me a lot more free time so now it's it's awesome you know so i can get back into it uh, start networking again and getting to do things like that so Uh, but it's a really cool film like i said if you like urban legends if you like ghost stories uh if you love san antonio's history uh you know it's something that you you need to watch yeah that's crazy man because you did you were taking a break for a while you know or I just read that you were coming back. You were starting to write again and mm-hmm. trying to make you, you know, more more uh, shorts or yeah. yeah, that trailer out, that contradiction. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm working on a new trailer. Uh, well, not new trailer, but new film. It's another film that we started a while back. We thought we had lost the footage to it. And, oh wow! Uh, you know, um, Steve Stephen Casanova from Essentials. Um, he basically uh, found his hard drive, external hard drive. I was like, dude, I have the footage. I was like, no way. So as soon as we we knew that, he came over and we just started messing with it and we just made the trailer in one day and we're like, dude, let's throw it out there. Let's see what people see so technically if you get a chance check that out too yeah i saw that one too is that what lit the fire back up you're like you got stoked about that like old old footage yeah yeah and it just it reminded me man and it was like dude, like I, I need to do this again I, I really need to go back to it because i, I just i love it like you know it's, yeah. it's the one thing and you know my wife even tells me she's like you know when you talk about it it's like you're, you're excited you know yeah. you're just excited and you can tell it's the one thing that you, you enjoy so much so 
um, you know, and I told her, uh, and that was the other thing that I was, I was really worried about is, uh, you know, raising my kids and stuff. I was like, you know, it, it takes a lot of time away from me being out of the house and stuff like that. So, um, but they, they support me. They're fully behind me and they, we had that talk and, and so they're, they're driving me too as well. You know, the support from them to, to start doing film again is, is, is there now. So, um, yeah, I'm working on a few more projects. I'm working on, uh, finishing writing up, um, El Baile. It's, uh, basically the dance, uh, uh-huh. but it's, uh, the, the follow-up to Night Out, uh, has nothing to really do with the first one, but it, it once again follows some urban legends of San Antonio as well. Oh, okay. Um, and if uh, you're ever familiar with one of the oldest uh, urban legends, and like I said, it's Halloween edition, so it's cool to talk about it. But uh, uh, there's an old urban legend um, of the bar called El Camaroncito. Uh, it was on uh, Old Highway 90. Unfortunately, I think it turned into a gentleman's club now, so oh, okay. um, it's not the same kind of club. Um, <laughs> but it was back in, I believe, in the 50s or 60s. Uh, yeah, and I heard this legend from my dad, from my grandfather. Um, and if, if you talk to your grandparents or whoever it is back in the day, they'll probably know the story. And um, there's different versions of it, but the main uh, basis of the story is a girl disobeys her mom, sneaks out of her house to go to this dance at this club at El Camaroncito and ends up finding this you know stunning gentleman to dance with and she's dancing with him you know throughout the night and then she looks down at his feet and he ends up having the foot of a chicken and i think one was a hoof okay uh, and you find out that he's the devil and all of a sudden the room the club started to smell like sulfur and he runs out there's one edition where he runs out the front door one he runs to the restroom one where they see him on the roof running jumping a building yeah. um there's several versions of it um and if you go online you look up the story uh, you'll see that uh, there's basically um different versions in other cities too like in laredo and there's one guy that swears he was there like you watch the video I gotta I, if I could remember the name I'd tell you but um, I'm sure you can find it uh, but he says he was there and he saw it and everything so he saw the tale of the devil when he ran out and yeah. stuff so um, that's the story I'm working on now um, but on her on her way to the club um, I'm actually uh, gonna it's gonna be a little bit of a modified version of it but um, it's gonna be pretty cool like I said it's gonna be pretty neat um, but on the way to the club she's gonna encounter at least one or two other things about San Antonio that I won't give away right now but um, yeah she, it's gonna be another little urban legend spin so wow so you're working on two different projects right now, the Contradiction yeah. and then that one? Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to bust those out. So Contradiction is basically, um, it's, a, it's a story of a guy who um, gets criminals to confess uh, what they've done. Uh, and and it's, it's heinous acts, uh, the criminals that have done like really, really like crazy things. Yeah. Um, but the way he does it and his methods are basically, I mean, is he just as bad or not, you know? Um, so that's why basically contradiction so um a, a man who believes he's doing the right thing but uh, what lengths does he go to do the right thing oh um, wow that's crazy so um that's the other one i'm working on right now as well yeah so, and then i have uh one feature film that i, I want to get out there um and it's uh it's called uh, there's heaven and the devil mm-hmm. and that one has a trailer out too we made a trailer for like i said i had so many projects man so many projects yeah. back six years ago and i just it fell off um, I was so excited about these things and the trailer for There's Heaven and the Devil is on YouTube as well um, and that one is basically death it's a story of death and how long he's been on earth and um, he's basically death because he's redeeming himself and doing God's work uh, to earn his way back into heaven yeah. um, and he has to make a choice in the end um, on is it really worth it or not to uh, redeem a soul or live through another century of doing what he's doing because uh, you got to imagine man what's it like for a person having to see everybody die and how yeah. they die and everything like that yeah. uh, and it just it's messing it's messed him up, you know. So mm-hmm. um, I guess it just shows that uh, you know some people have uh, consciences like uh, a conscious, you know, a moral code, um, even the supernatural. So that's yeah. kind of the direction I went with that one. So how do you prioritize which ones you're going to work on? It seems like you have a lot of projects up in the air. It, right? A lot of them are just writing. 
Um, and it's basically, you know, what what do I know I can get done, and with the resources that I have. Uh-huh. Um, like I said, the first one was basically uh, just my friends helping me out. Uh-huh. So um, recently, you know, I'm just I'm starting to network again, trying to communicate with people, see who uh, who's willing to help, and, and also look at the budget. So um, if you go on certain uh, script writing uh, programs, they'll yeah. have um, options to set out a, a budget and look at things. So um, I kind of look at all that and see what it's what's going to cost me to mm-hmm. to make what I need to make and um and if I know it's doable and it's it's and whatever's going to take more time um I'll focus on the more doable ones first and that mm-hmm. way I can get that knocked out and um and it, or if I'm just excited about it if I if I think like a viola is is the one that I'm like super excited about right now yeah that one sounds pretty cool um, yeah so um and that one is still just uh, in draft mode right now with the with the script but I have already started uh talking to people for roles and stuff so some of the roles are already set mm-hmm. um just because I, I wrote it specifically for that person you know so see and that's rough too like when you're working with with other people because you got to get on their schedule mm-hmm. and then once you get them um you know involved in the project then that puts added pressure on you mm-hmm. like okay now i got to get this done like you give you, you have to make deadlines for this shit because not only is it on you but now you got to work with these people's schedule and all that shit like it's rough, man. That's, uh, that's rough, man. It, it's, it's been, like I said, and that's where it came back to where I had to talk to the family and said, hey, like, things are going to pop up, like, today, you know, just, uh, I was very excited. You, you called me about doing this this today, the podcast, and I was like, hey, I was like, I can promote the family, I can do this, and yeah. and my wife's like, mm, okay, like, well, no, man, it was, it was huge, I was yeah. like, to, to win gold on this film that you, yeah. you put out a long time ago, mm-hmm. uh, which still stands today, it's cool. and then you submit it to this Creeper Fest uh, film festival. Mm-hmm. And you walk away with gold. Yeah, and and it was, man. I was like a kid on on Christmas Day when he comes down early every day after I submitted it. Um, the film freeway is which you submit the the film to, and uh-huh. and the the festivals are the ones who uh, go through that and they see who's submitting to their festivals and stuff. But it tells you notification date of where you stand with the film festival. It'll tell you like on, I think this one was on September fifteenth, and uh-huh. I submitted it. Oh man, like maybe a month before that. And uh, I was like, well, maybe they maybe they'll let you know early. So every day checking my email and like and I have it on my phone. So yeah. like every five minutes, my wife's like, get off your phone, get off. Your phone. I'm like, oh, they might have sent me an email. I want to see. It's fucking midnight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you, they work late. You never know. Uh, but she was just getting so annoyed. And then uh, Steve Casanova like said uh, same thing. I'd be there hanging out with him. He's like, dude, put your fucking phone down, man. Like they're, yeah. they're, they said the fifteenth, so wait to the fifteenth. Yeah. So he was like, I bet you're asking me up there at midnight on the 15th. And sure enough, I was, man. On the 15th, midnight, I'm there looking at my phone. <laughs> no, nothing. Um, and what's funny is that I just, on the 15th, I put my phone down and uh, I took a nap. Me and my wife just crashed out on the couch. We were watching a movie, I think, and we just knocked out. And I woke up and I was all groggy. I was like, oh, let me check. First thing I did is check my phone. And there it says, uh, you know, congratulations on being selected as a finalist. I'm like, holy wow. shit. And uh, I was just stunned, man. I was like almost teary-eyed just because, you know, I was like, that's fucking cool. Like, yeah. dude, like. I never would have thought and just to be a finalist you know I didn't know if I was going to win or what um, you know my girls and my wife come and hug me and stuff so it was it was really freaking cool um, and so then I'm like anticipating the actual film festival yeah. and uh, and I told you a little while ago things didn't work out as planned for them uh, unfortunately um, with the film festival the, the film didn't get to get screened in front of the audience that we wanted it to um, but that was nothing on their part um, yeah. the people that were contracted to come and do the, the power and everything for it uh, bailed out on them so um, I wish I could you know uh, uh, say who that was but I don't know uh, just to you know give everybody a heads up <laughs> um, but uh, no the the girl that ran it Jessica Herrera um, she does a lot of stuff I think um, she uh, she's awesome she uh, she was real good with communicating with me told me exactly you know why she selected and stuff and which was the creativity behind it yeah. uh, she says that all the other ones were, were really good everybody was really good but she, they just really enjoyed um, 
uh, how I combined the stories and just the creativity behind the film itself. So mm-hmm. that was really it was really cool to hear that feedback. Um, and so, uh, like I said, it was it was it was awesome. It was a good night uh, celebrated uh, throughout the weekend. So um, yeah, man, it's just it's really cool to to know that you know your first short film that you made with nothing in your pocket, you know, is an award winning film. Like, yeah, just to say that, you know, it's like, dude, holy shit, that's that's cool. Yeah, because um, not only was your like interest peaked back into it, like even before this festival, like, yeah. you're like, I want to get back into writing. Mm-hmm. You started like writing scripts and showing people like your little your progress around yeah. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then to have this film selected for one, mm-hmm. and then to be part of this this film festival, and then to walk away with the gold Dude. first place gold 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 award. Yeah. I mean, shit, man, that fire must be burning. Dude, oh, you have no idea. Like as soon as I got home um, uh, from that night, first you thing I did, typing again. Dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, my wife said, like, "Hey, I'm going to bed." I was like, "Hey, I'm going to the kitchen." Uh, opened up my laptop, and uh, I actually started writing some of the score music for El Baile. Um, I was working out uh, music in my head for the, the actual dance itself because, uh-huh. like I said. I, I try to do a little bit of everything with it, um, you know, like the whole Robert Rodriguez inspired kind of thing. John Carpenter, John Carpenter, John Carpenter dude. Yeah. Oh my God, his his music, his scores, dude. I, I wanted to go to the concert, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then he came back just recently doing the same thing, running his concerts and his, uh, unreleased scores and uh-huh. stuff. So, um, you know, those are big inspirations for me. So I, I kind of like doing that as well, just dipping my hand in everything with, involved with the film, especially the music and stuff. Um, and uh, so that's what I did that night. I came home, started writing Elvira again, and then working on some music. Uh, so yeah, man, it's just it's it's a real exciting time for me right now just to, to be doing all that um super excited and so plans for that i mean i know like you have uh post stuff posted on on youtube but mm-hmm. uh like what where do you go from here with, with stuff like that is it all going to be straight on youtube like your own youtube channel for shorts yeah yeah um i do have the uh, we just started a new hypnotose productions uh, youtube channel um so you can look for it uh there's an old one out there that has a lot of our old trailers and stuff and mm-hmm. little projects that we had done um, uh, in the past, uh, but and I, I actually I'm locked out of that one now, so I can't do anything with it. How do you get locked out? Um, when they when YouTube transitioned to Google, you have to have a Google password and all uh-huh. that now. Um, my uh-huh. old one was just through an email and password, uh-huh. and the only way you can get back into it and claim it because you can go back in and claim a page as if you have the old original password. Oh, okay. and I was like, dude, I. I haven't logged on to that YouTube channel in forever. So yeah. um, it's it's locked out. But uh, we have a new page started. That's where we have the, the Contradiction trailer on there. Um, I, I wanted to um, load Night Out back on there since I still have the file and everything. Um, but I was like, nah, I'm, I'm leaving it where it's at just because the views. You know, I want to see exactly how many views it's Oh, been. yeah. And which is really cool. After I announced it and started promoting it um, on my Facebook page and on Instagram, um, it went up in one week. It went up to 300 more views, uh-huh. uh, which is awesome. Like people are sharing it, and they're almost uh, at 2,000, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I think 1,700 views right now, and it was only about a thousand uh, when. Uh, from eight years ago yeah and, and just one week it went up to three to four hundred views which is really awesome um and uh you know I'm, I'm going on my friends pages that are sharing it and helping me you know promote it and stuff and then seeing their family members like oh man that's a really cool story oh, it's creepy and yeah i was like oh man that's awesome you know and then people at work are telling me you know like oh man sorry i filmed myself i was walking my dog and uh, screw that i went back inside i was like <laughs> i just finished watching it and i was like huh that's i never thought like it would affect people like that you know yeah. like i said uh, uh um and the biggest thing to take away from that is just don't doubt yourself you know you're your own worst critic you know yeah. and you never know unless you jump you, you got to take that leap and and just you know get it out there don't be afraid because obviously i waited eight freaking years and i look you know yeah um but yeah so just uh, i don't know man it's just it's crazy so that's a lot of stuff man yeah before the uh, before all that you were doing like you were doing like comedy skits, right? Or weren't you doing like a little TV show type <laughs> yeah. thing? Yeah. So the original plan, 
uh, was it was called at the venue, and yeah. what, what we wanted to do was uh, kind of what you do like a podcasting, but uh, you know go out and interview people at certain events and just talk to the local artists and stuff. Uh-huh. Really try to you know uh, promote people from San Antonio and, and, and help them out as at the same time you know pushing ourselves. And then uh, kind of like a, like a, I don't want to say Saturday Night Live thing, but, you know, kind of have like a, a skit in between interviews and yeah. stuff like that. That was the original plan that we wanted to do, but we never actually went out and interviewed anybody or went to any events, so we just did skits, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and I had this one character that people fell in love with. His name was Chicle. Yeah. Um, I used to be, I used to actually be a wrestler. I, used, I did, a, you know, um, professional wrestling, a luchador wrestling too, and uh, I had made my own mask and everything. And one day I was like, why don't I just make a really stupid luchador wrestler uh-huh. uh, named Chicle? And uh, my friend anthony man uh that dude's uh just he's he's in night out he's actually the brother that uh gets the sweater taken back to him yeah. <laughs> um uh dude he, he's just hilarious and that boy will not do uh not do anything that you ask him to do which is really cool yeah um and so i i made this one 10 uh my first short comedy skit was called the luchador and it's about basically getting Chicle ready for this big fight. Yeah. Um, and at the end, you find out that the fight was it's with the piñata. Uh, he's never been able to crack uh, open a piñata. So we, we did the whole Rocky montage uh, training uh, to spa the park. And, you know, he's, he's lifting and doing all sorts of stuff. And there's a lot of um, stereotypical, uh, um, I guess, Mexican uh, jokes in there while he's training. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's on uh, the YouTube page is at the venue zero zero. Uh-huh. Um, look that up and uh, you'll see El Luchador I'm actually uh, I was afraid to put it out there once again but uh, with all this like I said the inspiration and the motivation that I'm going into I'm probably going to throw it out there again and um, yeah, uh, yeah so um, I'll probably put it on my Facebook page um, there's I have two pages I have the Hypnotos page uh, Hypnotos Productions and then I have a uh, writer Jay Mendes uh, on Instagram and then I have um, on Facebook it's uh, I think Jay Mendes <laughs> I don't even know I have like the, yeah it's Jay Mendes on uh, the Facebook page um, so I'm going to throw them out there so see how people react to it see if they laugh at it or what but um, it's it's, it's pretty cool. Was that at the venue? Was that just on YouTube or were you actually on that public, was, public no, access? No, that was just on YouTube. Yeah. We I don't know like why. Because it did have that public access vibe to it. So I, I kind of yeah. felt like I saw it on TV. We wanted to. Yeah. Like, I mean, we even did like one where we had a, uh, what was it called? ATV News. And we did like, it was like a broadcast. We sat at the table and, and we did a you know, news thing. Uh, I mean, I made fun of so many different things. And it, it's pretty, uh, it, it was on the borderline of raunchy, you know, raunchy comedy. Yeah. yeah it, it was pretty, uh, there's some, some that were clean, some of that weren't. Um, you just had to be careful on who was watching it. Um, like I, I, I would never show my kids, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was just it was just us being guys, guys being guys. I mean, you look at Rick and Morty and all these news yeah. programs, and it, we were kind of like in that time frame back then, you know, yeah. doing stupid this comedy stuff. So um, you got to be careful with that stuff now. It's just guys doing guys things. Locking <laughs> up. You can't do this yeah, shit. No yeah, more, man. nope. Yeah, you got to be careful where you uh, step. But it was never, it was never that bad. It was just kind of like silly kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Stuff you see every day. It's really nothing. Uh, I mean, if you get offended easily, then maybe, but not really. I mean, you can't. Yeah. So, like yeah. one, of, like one of my, uh, one of my brothers. He's a, he's a big, he's a big, big Christian and a uh, you know, man of faith. And he's like, oh man, why are you, why are you making that stuff? You know? And I'm oh, like, really? Yeah. And he never put it down. He still supports me on it for a full one hundred. But I'm like, oh, damn, uh, I don't care. I'm just, I'm still gonna make it. Yeah. And then just to be a jerk, I'd send him a clip. I'd send him the, the link <laughs> and be like, hey, check out the new skit. And he's like, oh, you're stupid. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I said, it just depends who's watching it. Are you ever going to bring that back? 
I want to uh, eventually. I actually, uh, I actually want to. Um, I know Jason uh, Smith, the guy who plays the lead role in Night Out. Um, he uh, he's a big supporter of it too, and he's always like, "Dude, whenever you're ready, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go." So, um, yeah. and he was one of the main characters that I had on the show as well. So, um, I can always bring it back. Fortunately, Chikla lives in Austin now, so it's kind of hard to get him around, and he's pretty busy nowadays. Um, he's kind of left the film thing behind, from what I've been told. But uh, um, you never know, man. Uh, there's always people willing to help and work. Um, yeah. And after this, uh, and just recently after this weekend, I, and I'm getting, hey, congrats on the film thing, you know, getting uh, um, some text messages and stuff. Hey, if you never need anybody, let me know, you know. So, like I said, people are willing to help once they see that you're serious about it, you know. Yeah. So, like you said, um, it's just working around them and stuff. So, uh, I, I got all those projects with the short films right now. I, I kind of want to, you know, just focus on those. But, yeah, I, I think eventually I will. Yeah. I want to. It's it's fun, man. It's just, it's fun filming, dude. Like, that's the whole thing. That's why I do it. It's, you can just be having a blast, you know, just recording and just doing what you love, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, that's, that's the biggest thing I take away from it. Um, it's just it's a lot of fun do you have a writing partner in any of this or you, you pretty much do it on your own it's all me man um i always ask for ideas uh my girls are brutally honest um i'll, I'll take them like i took them Elvira the first draft that i did and hey read girls check it out and they're like yeah do they like scary stuff no like, that's no? the thing but that's why you know i give it to them because i know they'll be brutally honest like if they don't like the scary stuff you know they'll, they'll tell me and they'll be like and i'll say well what did you not like about it you yeah. know and you know i ask critics and for for honest you know criticism and, and i get it from them all the time um so um, yeah, it's just all me, man. Uh, I ask for help here and there, or ideas. Sometimes my wife gives me some good ideas from time to time. Um, so it is. You know, it's just me. So what's what's the next one? What's the closest one that's going to be like close to finish? I guess contradiction. Contradiction. Because we already have that footage. Um, like that, just, that's already written. Like you just, it's written. It's done. Um, I need to change up just a little bit. We have to reshoot um, uh, one of the main scenes in it, but uh, it's just a matter of finding a location at this point. Uh, oh, wow. when, uh, the actor who originally played it, uh, the main role. He's still up for it, and he's letting me know, hey, man, let's get this done. Mm. Um, you know, I got a lot of people pushing me, so, um, yeah, it's just finding the location. Uh, once we find the location, uh, we'll be set. And it's basically one room that I need to find, and that's it. But I, I want it to be exactly how I want it. You know, mm. uh, I don't want to take away from the, the film itself. So um, once we find that location, we'll probably set up a, a scheduling date. So I say hopefully within a month or two, if even oh, that. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm really pushing to find a new place to, to shoot. And once we do that, we're good. Um, Steve, uh, we just invested in some new equipment. I mean, it, like I said, it's, it's like now we have the resources. We have everything that we need to do. So mm -hmm. that's what basically uh, we're just trying to jump on it. So yeah, and you got to keep that that fire going too, man. Because oh, if, man. You, if you sleep on it too much, like it'll just mm -hmm. be like oh, it just I'm, fades away. Yeah, you know how that is. I mean, yeah. what, like, I mean, you've done a lot of things. Like you've always you've always been one that like if you want to try something, you do it, mm -hmm. and then I mean, if you find out it's not for you or you want to focus on something mm -hmm. else more, and so shit. Like you don't want to invest too much in it, and then find out like oh, let me just let me go this direction for now yeah no definitely and I, I am one of those people where uh, I, I've, I've noticed that throughout my whole life is I get tired of something I'm like eh I'm done cool yeah um, I, I did that with wrestling you know I, I got pretty good at it um, almost even went to Japan uh, one time and um I, I became a sheriff deputy and I guess got involved into all that and the money and being, you know, young deals, young and dumb, 19. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I stopped focusing on it, you know, and I was actually trained by Jose Letario, who was, a, you know, a local legend. I mean, he was on WWE, he trained Shawn Michaels, all that. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I gave up that opportunity. Like, what the hell was I thinking? You know, and that's a regret I have, you know. So um, definitely what you're saying is true, man. You, you can't just let it, you know, fade away. You need to keep going keep on with it keep going with it anything that you do or that you love to do don't let it get away from you you know would you ever go back to wrestling i uh i thought about it um <laughs> yeah i wanted my girls to see it you know i, I yeah. wanted to uh, perform from them uh one more time i don't know how i'd 
be able to do it, man. And I used to be able to do all the, the, the nip up where, you know, you kick your feet up and land. And, yeah. and man, I tried that in my living room. I'm breaking a bone. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not in the shape that I once was. I'm, I'm a little bit of... I'm 19 sh- was a long time ago. Yeah, dude. I'm a shell of a shell uh, that I was, a cracked shell at that. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, you're never too old, man. There's uh, there's a lot of people, you know, that go back to something that they love and, and at their age. I mean, look at freaking Sylvester Stallone, man. Like, that dude's bringing back Rambo again, you know? Yeah. So you're never too old. It's just a matter of the will and the passion to do it, the drive. So, yeah. but I might, you know, I thought about it. I actually thought about it, putting on the boots one more time. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's cool. And you're trying to do like original music? Like you're trying to create the original scores for all your new products, all the products you got coming up? Yeah, well, I want to. Um, just, I, I mean, I want to do like some some of it, but not all of it. Um, uh, do you think, I'm, I'm sorry no, to cut no, you off like good. that, but do you think, and it might be like an asshole thing to say, but like, do you think like you... You want to you want to be in control of everything because you only trust yourself, or no. you only trust yourself for it to get done, or is that just like you just want to be in part of a part of uh, all the, all the aspects of it? No, not at all, man. Um, that's not asshole. That's a good question. Um, no, it's not even that. I just it's the fun. I, I love like, we were in band together, man. Yeah, uh, I love music and I love playing with electronic music and stuff. Um, you know, you, you were with me when I bought my first set of turntables. Turn- you helped me get my first set of turntables, yeah, yeah. brother. Working at the fireworks stand. Yeah. Um, but no, it's just I, I enjoy it. It's just out of the enjoy. So um, I, I look to other, like I said, for help with that as well. It's it's never about being in control. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm out for anybody helping and, and putting their ideas in. Uh, Night Out's music uh, came from uh, uh, Ernie uh, Ernie Veracruz and, and Wesley Brewer mm-hmm. uh, from the Signature, and um, and he even he already reached out and said, "Hey, dude, whenever you're ready, you know, let's just do it. You know, let's put some music together." So yeah. um, uh, definitely, you know, other people's. Um, work and art you know adds so much to it and i think the music is such an important part um i'm up for anybody helping and lending a hand with that but it's not about control not at all man Mm -hmm. um and it's funny at work i am like that though that's the weird thing yeah i'm extremely like that um my uh my i depend on myself to do it to get it done yeah but no not not with filming not at all and i don't think it's like i I did say don't i don't don't want to sound like an asshole Mm -hmm. but like you can't have like nobody gives a shit like you give a shit Mm -hmm. especially if it's your own project yeah you know and uh so, I mean, like, I, I, I get that, you know, like, I, I don't want to rely on anybody else, so I'm just going to mm-hmm. do this on my own. So, I respect that, so that's why I was asking yeah. you if that's how you were doing it. No, stuff. I mean, I get it. Like I said, there's a lot of things that I am like that with, but um, not with film. Like, no, there's certain things I probably won't budge on, like, uh, me and, like, and it, it's normal, I'm, I'm guessing it's normal, I haven't been on any other sets uh, filming, but um, with my director of photography and uh, my best friend Steve, um, dude, that boy pushes me to make things so perfect, and, like, he's, he's a perfectionist, and, yeah. and he's good at what he does, and that's why he's so good at what he does yeah. um but uh we'll be on set and he's like dude let's let's shoot that again i'm like no i liked it and he's like dude let, let's shoot it again i'm like god damn it no i i like it like yeah. i'm leaving it that way he's like dude i'm telling you we can do it better and i'm like shit and so you know i need to be pushed sometimes because i'm stuck in my ways like that yeah. sometimes because i'm like no that's exactly how i want it and he's like dude i'm telling you we can you know change this or we need to change that um the whole reshooting of uh, contradiction i i had refused i didn't want to budget i just wanted to get it done and get it out there yeah and um, the reason we didn't was because we decided, okay, let's let's reshoot and, and let's yeah. get it, uh, another location for it. Um, and that's all because of him. And he's like, dude, no, it, it looks like shit. We're gonna redo this. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna reshoot now. Um, but yeah, it's 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 just a matter of you know, I have a vision for certain things, and on those things, if I feel like that's the way they need to stay, I, I won't I won't trust anybody else to to you know mess with it or, or fix it or any way. But yeah, no, it's 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 totally it's totally different from me and work. And you do the editing too? 
Yeah, yeah. You slice it all together. Yeah, um, with Steve, um, we we uh, like I said, it's it's kind of a two man show, man. Me and him, like you know, we we've done everything together. Like this, me and him, you know, started everything. Together. We're like brothers, you yeah. know. Um, and I, I rely on his creativity, his his eye, and same thing with editing. And he's gotten so much better because he hasn't stopped. Yeah, uh, he hasn't stopped doing what he does, and um, he has this amazing group called Essentials, and their creative minds. It's like a it's a creative cal- cal- collaboration of different uh, photographers. Uh, um, artists, uh, lighting, uh, music, everything, mm-hmm. and they they do these art shows and stuff. And um, he's learned so much from that. So now he's teaching me. And yeah. when it comes to editing, um, he edited, he clipped and, and cut the trailer uh, for Contradiction uh, within uh, like two or three hours, man. And and that's all him. And he's working on new programs. Uh, um, so he knows more about me at this point. But um, I'm sitting there right with him, saying, okay, let's let's cut it here, let's let's slice here, and let's. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is what I want. Can you do this? Yeah. Okay. So then you know he works through it. So. Um, yeah, I, like I said, I, I try to play the part and everything, but um, I need help. <laughs> yeah. And when you get stuck on stuff, like, do you ever have to, like, is there music that you got to go to, or is there certain movies, or is there, like, oh, inspiration? Like, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, no. Um, dude, when I'm writing, um, I have my headphones on, full blast. Uh, and uh, if I'm anything, like, even music-wise, too, uh, the music uh, the music for uh, Elvira, the reason I got that in my head, and, and a lot of my stuff comes from just inspiration from other films because I love films. I yeah. love movies. Um, I just had recently seen um, El Sicario or the Sicario uh, del Soldado, the part two uh-huh. Sicario, um, and the music, the score for that film was just so cool, man. It was so it was kind of creepy, you know. And I was like, dude, that, that's that's the sound I want. That's that's the sound I want. Yeah. So I went and I got onto my uh, my keyboard and I started playing and. Then, uh, the downfall to that, though, sometimes is um, I don't want to sound too much like them. But on this one, yeah. yeah. So on this one, there's like, inspired, uh, and then there's int- uh, there's just yeah, yeah copyright. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so like I call my girls Invitation. down. Yeah, yeah, I call my girls down. Say, hey, listen to this. It sounds cool, right? And then I was like, but check this out. And I play the other song, and they start laughing. Like, Dad, what the hell? They're like, that's the same song, Dad. I was like, oh, yeah, like yeah. Oh, okay, I'll change it up. Um, but yeah, there's there's those those days where it's like that. You know, you don't want to rip anything off, but and you want to have your own creative field. To it but um yeah man uh when i'm writing i got um a playlist going uh some of my biggest inspirations are listening to and it depends on what i'm writing um if there's a if it's uh, an action scene or if it's you know um scary or something there has to be that tone and it gives that vibe to me to where i can get these thoughts rolling in my head yeah. um because when i'm writing the way i usually do it and i don't know how other people do it but I'm picturing the film in my head. Like I'm picturing what I want to see and what would be cool to me. Mm-hmm. And as I'm doing that, I'm writing it, you know, I'm writing it out. And of course, you know, you have your liquid inspiration. Uh, you know, I have a, a bottle of whiskey or something sitting mm-hmm. there, you know, um, everybody knows writers are kind of, uh, they have the stereotypical history of being drunks. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just helps you think, man, it relaxes you, frees up your mind. Um, I'm not promoting it, drinking or anything, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, some of the music I, I love to listen to and, and have a really good tone to it is i love maynard um pussifer pussifer's huge uh, perfect circle um i recently got into uh and i don't know if i'm saying it right and i, I uh is it hosier hosier i don't, I don't know if that's oh, i don't know that the, the ones that sing that take me to church song yeah they have some other songs that are totally different from that kind of type of music that they make and uh, i've been listening to some of their stuff and i'm just listening to all that while i'm writing um clint mansell clint mm-hmm. mansell is massive i love him he's uh he's in almost all of uh darren aronofsky's films and oh, darren yeah. aronofsky is by far probably one of my all-time favorites um his films are so gritty and, and just so cool um and and he's one of my biggest inspirations when i listen to music uh, i like i like listening to his scores and stuff like that uh john carpenter scores you know all those kind of 
play, you know, a thing for me. Um, I get inspired by the 80s stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, I love 80s film. That's probably my favorite time of uh, filming, uh, the era of film. Um, but, yeah, that's that's basically what I do. It's it's inspiration from a lot of things, man, that I just put together in my head while I'm, while I'm doing it. And so everything comes together, like, you already know what the room's going to look like, who the people are going to look like, all that stuff. Or do you just write with nothing else in mind, like... You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. It just comes to it just comes to me while I'm writing. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I, I could think of something and, and be like, "Oh no, it's too much like that." Because like, I'll remember, like, "Oh, I, I got that idea from that. I'm not going to use that." Or, mm. um, or can I can I make it better or make get that same vibe or that same feel from that scene? You know, from this other movie that had it. You know, whatever the case may be. Mm. Um, but no, it's usually a blank blank page in my head, man, and it's, I just go from there. Um, I could be driving, and, and uh, on the way over here, uh, I saw this homeless man uh, standing on the side of the road. I gave him some change um, on the side of the access road, and immediately I was like, "What's his story? Like, mm. what's his story?" So you know, I, I carry my backpack, and I'll write. I'll be. I'll write that down. You know, what, what, what's his story? Mm. And uh, right off the back, I start picturing, like, dude, what did what is what did he do yesterday? How did he get here? You know, um, and that's that's how I, I write things out in my head, and so I just start making shit up. You know, mm. I just start picturing things and making it up as I go, and and that's how my stories come together. Like it's. Uh, night out, dude. Uh, the the original reason I did night out was because we submitted it for uh, Texas Monthly magazine. Mm. They had a thing about uh, the competitors like your city or tell us about your city or something. And I was like, well, shit. You know, since it was all about you know, ghost stories and shit like yeah. that. So um, I literally thought out that entire film right there in the hotel that we went to the the the. It was like a, I guess a meeting for it to tell us all about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sitting there with Steve. And I was like. Dude, I already got the script. I just like I, off the top of my head, I was like, I got it. Like this is this is what we're gonna do. And, yeah. and I told him I was like this, 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 and he was like, shit. I was like, okay, well that sounds cool. All right. <laughs> um, and I just went home and I wrote it because I had already envisioned it in my head, and I just basically added the smaller pieces to it. The you know what they were gonna say or how they're gonna say it. Yeah. Um, everything else was just you know it, this, the story was there already. So mm-hmm. it's I can you know uh, contradiction. It was just contradiction. I will say it's not like it. Um, uh, but people were like, oh, that sounds like this. And a lot of people compared it to Dexter mm-hmm. after they read the script. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Dexter. Um, so, I mean, maybe I did come up with the story somebody else already did. Mm-hmm. I need to go back and look at it. Um, but the other people that have seen it, they're like, no, dude, that's nothing like Dexter. I'm like, okay, cool. So, I don't know. We'll see. I, I don't think I've seen Dexter. I mean, maybe season one or two, but I yeah. never kept up with it. I, I mean, don't. You, there's blood, there's blood. So yeah, exactly. you got to connect Yeah, to uh, like, oh, that's, that's like hostile. No, it's not. Um, you know, whatever the case may be, everybody's going to have their opinions. Um, yeah. uh, but yeah, man, uh, it's, it's, it's just a matter of what I'm thinking at the time. And yeah. I, I, like I said, I have other stories and pages that I've written, you know, but nothing solid, nothing complete, just ideas yeah. uh, that I want to go back to one day. Um, I, I bought myself a book. It says, it's called like 365 things to write about. And it'll have a page and it says, you're walking down the street, you find a bicycle. What do you do? And yeah. then you just write a story. Uh, it's, it's, you can find them like Barnes and Nobles and stuff. So I have that too, that I go to sometimes just to like, just be creative and just, just write. writing practice. Yeah. Yeah. Just to get my, my, my mind flowing and stuff do take it on lunch and, uh, in the break room and just ride away and stuff. That's all I've been doing now since I've been inspired to get back into it. I'm going full force and every lunch break, man, I'm, I'm writing, uh, whether it's poetry or whatever the case may be. Um, I'm, I'm just sitting there just with pen and paper. Yeah. So, yeah, that's crazy, man. Like, so that book you you bought it because you weren't writing like you wanted to or you just yeah. you just found something like that would help you well I get really excited I'm a big kid man um I I don't ever buy anything for myself uh but the the things that I love to do those things I'll buy yeah you know um 
so that book, I saw it at Barnes and Noble. I was like, oh, this is freaking awesome. This might help me uh, go to Half Price Books and, you know, filmmaking for dummies. Oh, let me get that. And yeah. um, and to be honest, I've never read any book completely except for one. Um, and it was uh, Robert Rodriguez's Rebel Without a Crew. And that's the book that got my ass on fire to start doing this one. That's not oh, weird. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, you know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, so uh, that's, uh, I, I buy these certain things just to, you know, get me going. And like I said, uh, nothing really excites me when I go to a store to want to buy something unless it's like a, a novelty toy or something like it's just i'm a kid um but um yeah I, I bought it just to help me you know i figured it's something that can help me in the long run so that's yeah. why i bought it and, and my, one of my little girls she wants to be a writer and an author uh, from time to time she goes back to it in here um we got her the same kind of book too um so she she has that as well so it's pretty cool yeah. um but yeah that's that's uh that's that's what i do like i said it's it's um it's just an ongoing process man every day like it if you stop thinking, if you stop, uh, you know, trying to be creative, like the thing is, don't try to be creative. You know, yeah. just let it happen. You know, yeah. um, if you try too hard, you're gonna sit there looking at a screen or a pen and paper for like yeah. way too long because you're just trying too hard. It's that, and that goes with a lot of things. But I don't ever like sit there and be like, oh, I gotta write, I gotta write, I gotta write. Like it's just I want to. So do you it. don't force yourself, like you don't set like a no. certain like two hours a day. Like whenever it hits you, it hits you, and that's when you start writing. No, it's more routine. Uh, being a family man. Um, it's at the end of the day when everybody's in bed because mm. uh, that's my peace and quiet time. I can put my headphones on and not worry about having to you know do anything. Yeah. Um, but it, it's also it's also you you have to let yourself know that you need to do it. You know what I mean? It's like like you said, if if you don't keep on going with it, you're just like if I start saying like, oh man, I'm just tired today. I'm gonna go to sleep. Yeah. Um, I don't want to do that today. It's it's gonna fade. Yeah. Um, so I, I know that that's the time that I usually get to do it. Or on my days off when there's nobody at home, that's when I I do it. Unless you know the wife's at me to you know fix something around the house. But you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it's it's a matter of you know if you love what you're doing, it, it's not hard at all. You yeah. know, it's just you, you you do it because you want to, and yeah. that that's that's where I that's my goal in the end with filming, is I, I want to wake up every day and know like this is what I get to do every day, mm. um, and that that in the long run that's 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 where I'm headed. So, uh, yeah, it's not hard, man. It's not hard to just want to do it if you love to do it. So did, did it take you a while to understand what your writing process was like? Like to become organized with it, or it was just come, came natural to you type of stuff, dude. I I downloaded uh, Final Draft three, uh, Final Draft I think seven or eight. I don't know what it was, um, and I just started writing. Yeah, um, I've I think it's something I've always loved to do. Um, I got my first camcorder for Christmas um, from my parents when I was I think shit, ten, eleven, uh, uh, ten or eleven. Yeah, man, um, and. Oh, dude, as soon as I got it, man, I'm at my grandparents and I'm like walking around with it and, and filming the street and going to their backyard in the night and I'm like uh, I'm d- making dialogue and saying things and um, I just I've always I think it's just something I've always loved loved yeah. to do so it came easy uh, when I actually you know was old enough to understand how to write and stuff um, I went to SAC and did the RTV program radio, te- uh, radio television, television and film mm-hmm. um, I did that for a little while um, I did like a semester or two uh, Team Awesome shout out uh, that was my group. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it, it it yeah, it came easy, man. It wasn't it wasn't really hard. Like I just started typing, and, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I just wrote that. Yeah. Um, the first script I ever wrote, uh, it was on a, a little tablet. Like it was an old word processor. It just had a small little tiny yeah. slim screen. Uh-huh. And I still have it. I just don't have the program to download it, yeah. and that's what sucks. Like it gets lost, and that was a creep. That was a ghost story as well. Mm. Um, and that's still in there somewhere. But um, no, man, it's just. It, I, I, it was there was no process for me. I'm, I'm very disorganized, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you look at my my desk and everything I have. Like, there's nothing organized about me at all. Um, it just I just do it. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how else to say it. There there was no process for me. I don't have a set way of doing it. Um, 
I just I write it and I come back to it. You know, I, I sober up and look at it and okay, so that that doesn't make any sense. Let me go back and change that. <laughs> um, you don't ever waste a whole night drinking and writing, and then you go back and go like, what the fuck was that? Oh, thing? oh <laughs> so many times, <laughs> yeah, so many times. Oh yeah, uh, I did that a lot with the comedy skits. Um, but no, yeah, there, there's been times where like I I, I, was, I guess at the time, uh, thanks to Jack Daniels or whatever it is that I'm drinking, um, but ice. Uh, I, I I think it's a good idea at the time and it's a good scene and then I come back in the morning I'm like ah oh, let me let me also, you know edit a little bit let me just go back and look and I'm like what the f- this is shit <laughs> like why why would I even like this makes no sense yeah I was like well, it sounded cool at the time I was like no no I'm taking and I'll delete like I was like well shit that was a whole fucking night of drinking and and nothing I got nothing out of it yeah um, but yeah yeah no definitely man that happens a lot so it's gonna happen. And when you can't write, when like you're just stuck on something, or you can't like can't do music, can't write, what else do you do to help you get back into that? Like the, you know what I mean? Like something completely different. Like is it like hiking, go to the gym, oh, dude. anything like that? Like to to get you back into like the writing. Um, I watch movies. Yeah. Um, I go back to films that have always inspired me. Um, Darren Aronofsky's Requiem. Um. Uh, the wrestler uh i go back to films that i really love and loved the writing of it and just the story itself and i watch films uh, that's literally what i do if i can't write i'm upstairs or downstairs in the living room watching watching a film mm-hmm. uh, that's that's what i do because that's ultimately what's always inspired me is you know watching them mm-hmm. um sorry um so yeah that, that's 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 my go-to man it's just going and watching something yeah or youtube and do you do you have a certain sense of like what your what your voice is or what your vision is? Like, well, some directors like I'm not really a movie buff, mm-hmm. but there's some. And neither am I. <laughs> you're, 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 <laughs> no, you're I'm saying like I, I don't I don't I don't follow like people. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, um, but my I, question was going to be like, uh, there was some directors you could tell who it is just by the it. look or just by like the story, the, the way they talk, and all that stuff like that. Do you do you have a direction or are you there yet to where you would have that that distinct Mendes voice type of thing? Um, I don't think I'm there yet. Uh, I, I I if I am, if there's one thing about my films that I, I like to bring to it is that you know what? Maybe it is because everything that I've written, um, it's not the happy go lucky world that we that you see on film where the good guy wins. Uh-huh. I hate that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like to be real with it. And yeah. uh, at the end, you know, the bad guy's going to probably win because it, it just, that's how it is. Yeah. Um, just because that's like, that, just because that's what uh, the combination, not the combination, but like, you know what I mean? Like, bad guy has to win at the end. Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. No. So that, and that's, that's, that's what I like about my films is that, um, when they're gritty or whatever the case may be and, and and I'm talking like they're already out there but when they when they are you'll see this um that yeah it doesn't it doesn't work out the way it, it, you know people expect it or want it to um yeah. I, and and a big person that I, I like to think um I kind of got that from was M Night Shyamalan where he always has that twist at the end. You yeah, know? He is like, oh man, he got me. You know. Yeah, and that pisses people off sometimes. It does. They, I was they, just about to say that because some people like would be like, "What the fuck? Like was why? That? Why? Like the plants? Trees, the plants? Yeah, the trees? yeah. <laughs> Oxygen? Like That's I don't get it. Think about the same yeah, thing. Yeah. Fuck that stupid <laughs> movie. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, exactly. So and, and you know what? It's funny because my wife loves that movie. That one, the yeah, happening. Yeah, she loves that movie, and Garbage, she's like, and that's dude. what she loves about it. <laughs> that's what she like. And don't get me wrong, like, I mean, dude, he got me, he got you, he got everybody. Yeah. But that that's that's the that's the thing of my wife. She's like, that's what I love about it, is that you know you thought it was gonna be something else, and yeah. it was this, and I was like, 
Yeah, yeah, true. Um, but yeah, that, like that's, that writing session, I'm thinking like he's like because it, it was a great story. It was a yeah. great build up. Didn't know what the fuck was going on. And mm-hmm. then he's like, you know what? I don't know what the fuck's going on here. <laughs> the end. And then he's like, <laughs> the trees. What about the trees? <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. And then fuck. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, yeah that, that was a piece of shit. <laughs> I won't say. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. But I, like I said, it. so, um, but here's the thing. It, we're talking about him. True. You know what I mean? And I mean, you still knew that you, you still could sense that it was a, a, a M. Night Shyamalan movie. All his movies yeah. are connected in, in like the, the, the feel, the, the mm-hmm. visuals. Of and that's his thing. And so, yeah, I, I would like to get there. I'd like to have that, you know, where, you know, you know, it's, it's you know, that's, hey, that's Jay Mendes. That's yeah. Joseph Mendes right there. Um, That would be awesome. You know, are you thinking of that? Like, is, is it a conscious thought or is it just in the back no, of your I mind? I think it like, just you, happens. You'll just see it. Yeah, yeah, no. Like I said, I, I think my thing is just I love, I, I love that type of story. I love that that ending, or I love you know the way that that turns out um, on screen or whatever the case may be. That's how the story turns out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't write thinking it needs to be that way or or that's how I want it to be. Um, like you don't start off with a certain direction or a certain voice, I guess. Um, and it's weird to say voice when it comes like to pictures mm-hmm. or moving and stuff, but you understand. Yeah, the feel. Saying. Yeah, just the okay. feel of it. Yeah. Um, no, no, I, I really don't. Um, I, I don't. I don't try to do it that way, or I don't think I do it that way at all. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it's just it just kicks off from one single idea, and I, I just go from there. Um, yeah. And it's like I know a lot of times I'll know how the ending's going to be, but you know how do I get there? Yeah. Um, so that's that's usually a lot of what I do. It's like, or I try to build characters too. So um, I sometimes when I'm writing, I'll, I'll think of a character and come up with the whole story for that character. And oh, I was like, okay. well, what can I do with him? Yeah. What, what what's what's going to happen to him next? What can we do? You know, because um, because there's so many things going on right now that it, it's hard. Like like when I was writing Contradiction, I was like, well, dude, how do I want this dude to not be like the Punisher? You know, mm-hmm. how do I get this dude to not be like, you know, uh, the dude from Taken torturing people, you know, whatever the case may be, um, mm-hmm. the character from Taken, all that. Um, it, it, so, you know, you have to put some thought process into it. But um, I usually just start off with the character and, and what's going to happen to him next. Like, I try to think of a cool story to, to put him in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, what, what, what is he, what's his next adventure? So that's how I, I write most of the time. Do you write backwards? You mentioned something like writing, like knowing what the ending is and then building he, towards that. I don't say it's backwards. Um, I just know... That's where I want it to you know, end. That's where, you that, that's, where that's it. That's where it's going to end up. Like I said, how is it? How are we getting there? Uh, how's that? And what's who's who are they going to encounter while they're getting there? You know, whatever the case may be. Because um, I could I could go back and, and look at a script and be like, you know, it'd be really cool. Like, what if he does this? And then I'll add that in. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it goes back and forth sometimes because when I'm rereading it, because uh, every time I start editing, I always go back and I read from the beginning mm-hmm. all the way to the end, and I think like, hey, what can I add? Um, this last one with Elvira, um, I, I added a whole scene in there, and I was like, I don't like that anymore. Let me mm-hmm. take that, and I took it out. But then a week later, I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll put it back in there. And, you know, and you I do say that a lot. Do you always go back and forth with uh, your decisions? Like I said, I'm, I'm my worst critic. I'm like, oh, no, nah, I don't like that. Or yeah, yeah I do like it. Um, so there's days where I'm feeling it, and there's days where I'm not. Yeah. Um, and usually, you know, if if I have to question it too much, then I take it out. Like if I if that, if I did it twice, I'm taking it out because I'm like obviously I'm not happy with it. You know mm-hmm. why, why am I going to put it in there? Um, and same thing when you're at, you're editing too. You you find that there's a scene that you just don't need or or just somehow just didn't make sense, even though it made sense on paper. You mm-hmm. know you look at it uh, while you're editing and 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 doing your uh, post production and stuff, and you find out that it's not. You know, it's, it's just didn't make sense. That's where that's where you get your deleted scenes from, I think, and and where you go with with that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. That's that's basically how I do it. Ah, sorry. 
Don't break my shit. I'm sorry, brother. I'm sorry. Uh, what about the local scene? Like, do you know uh, or have you met up with any of the, the local writers, directors? No, man. Um, I, I know I had when I first started doing film. I had a second Facebook page, like a personal one, because I I wanted to network and meet with people and stuff. And I don't even get into that one anymore. Um, but I had uh, seen quite a few people in San Antonio on Facebook that were part of the film scene and, and things like that. And I, I'd friend them and and mm-hmm. I st- I'd ask questions here and there. Um, but I never networked enough to to get out there. So like I said this is. It, I'm basically brand new. I'm starting from scratch again, you know. Yeah. Um, but now with the Creeper Film Fest, you know, working with that girl Jessica and stuff, I, I you know, I, I threw it out there. I said, hey, you have my email since we're, you know, we've been communicating through email. Um, so please reach reach out to me if you need help with anything. If you're working on a project, I'd love just to, if I can help in any way, I will. Um, so it's just a matter of networking at this point, trying to get my foot back in the door with that scene. Um, there's a lot of cool people. Like I said, uh, when I was listening to your podcast, uh, I saw Alex Ramirez on there. Um, you know, he has a lot of stuff going on, really cool stuff. I've seen. Um, there's another group here in San Antonio that I saw at the MonsterCon this past uh, week. Um, they're called No Sleep Films, and they have their stuff streaming on um, on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can stream your, your your stuff on Amazon if you need if you want, and uh, they have some of their short stories on there as well. And oh, I, yeah. I saw some one of them had La Llorona in it, and I was like, oh man, that was, and it, it was cool. Uh, they have some pretty cool stuff out there. So you know, those are the people I want to get to that are established, just so I can learn. You know, because um, like I said, I'm, I'm fresh out the box right now. I'm yeah. still I'm still getting back into it. Um, but there's there's a lot of people I want to work with and, and, and get in collaboration with because, I mean, that's the only way to do it. I mean, you, you have to learn, you know. So, uh, yeah, uh, I, like, like I said, right now, if anybody that's out there that wants to help or anything, reach out to me. So um, that would be really cool. Yeah. So any other plans for this uh, for this night out one? Are you submitting it to any more festivals? Yeah, um, I just got a lot of the deadlines are closed for the year. Um, oh, yeah. I, I've been scrolling. Um, I am going to submit the Contradiction trailer because there are some film festivals that do trailers. They, they do just trailer uh, judging and stuff like that, so that's oh, really wow. cool. So I'm going to submit Contradiction trailer to uh, some. There's one in the UK that's really cool that I want to submit. And it's pretty cool because it's like five bucks, ten bucks. You uh-huh. know, hey, shit, why not? I spend that on a six pack every other day. Why not, you know, submit my film, you yeah, know, yeah. cut back a little bit. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm going to be submitting to some some other festivals um, with the entries still open. So because a lot of them, like I said, are closed off. The ones that I felt that they would be good going into it um, were cut off. So, but I will. Yeah. Cool, man. Anything else you want to touch on? Anything else you want to talk about? No, man. Um, it's Halloween edition. Uh, today is Halloween. Well, not yeah. officially. Not eight, officially. <laughs> when you're listening to this, it'll be, um, it will be Halloween. So. Um, what do you usually do for Halloween? You go all out. I like decorating. Yeah, dude, I'm a decorating fool, man. Uh, my 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 fireplace has bones and skulls, and I have a bubbling <laughs> cauldron, and I got this giant demon hanging off the side of the the house on the balcony. Um, Wolfman, is that? Oh, the phone. Your phone. Oh, okay. Um, I got a. I got Wolfman drinking a, a tall boy on the patio. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I, 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 I oh, dude. I'm telling you, I'm a big kid when it comes to Halloween. There, there's two things that I will always, you know, do is decorate for Halloween, decorate for Christmas. Yeah. Um, and uh, and when I'm at the store, I'm either in the toy section or I'm in the decorating aisle. Like that's that's what I go to. That's my go to. Yeah. Um. So yeah, dude. Oh, I love decorating. I love Halloween. It's 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 just fun. It's fun, man. It's in. It's just it's cool, man. You get to be whatever you want for that one night. You know? Yeah. Um. I, I watch a, all of October. I watch one scary movie every night. I have to. It's, it's, it's tradition, and um, when I'm carving my pumpkin, I have the tradition of watching George Romero's original Night of the Living Dead. Oh, I, ha- yeah. I have to watch that while I'm carving my pumpkin. Yeah. Um, and on Halloween night, I always watch uh, Night of the Demons. Uh, Nineteen is a 1980s film, um, and uh, it, it, to me, it's just the makeup. Everything was just so real back then. It's 
it's gritty and ugly and uh the demons were just fucking crazy and like it's just i love that film dude it's yeah. like one of the all-time scary movies i used to i used to um watch and i have to watch it on halloween night it's it's a given yeah. my wife hates it uh she hates anything scary in the house she's um, not a fan of the scary oh hell no no dude she one time i one time woke up from a nightmare said oh, i just had this crazy ass dream and, and i texted her about it and she was like I'm throwing away all your fucking movies when I get home. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) you better get a lawyer. (laughs) That shit ain't happening. Um, Yeah, she knows how to push my buttons with that. But no, yeah, um, we just, I had, uh, we had to bribe her and we bribed uh, my kids to not, because we didn't want to take them, but Steve ended up bribing her to go uh, watch Hereditary. Have you seen that one yet? Yeah. Dude. just saw that. Dude. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. And then the music, the score, like it was like, it was just crazy music. Like I think music makes... Um, I'm getting all excited. Like I said, man, I love I love it. But music is, I, and I, I mean, people might disagree, but I think it's half half the battle with the film. It's it's half of what yeah. what keeps you sitting. And the whole down. thing about that is like you don't even notice it, dude. When she you, you when she floats it. across the fucking it, room, we're like, oh shit! Like, where did that come from? You didn't even see her. Like, yeah, and 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 it's just that that pulse or that sound. Like, it just it gets yeah. you. You know, it gets you there. And I just read an article. I don't know if it's true or not, but they said that. Um, sorry if I'm dragging you on. No, no. Uh, no. Um, they say that they actually put in sounds that are under the the sound way the sound barrier or whatever because subliminal it, shit yeah, yeah so you can still feel it yeah. while you're watching the movie even though you don't hear it you're yeah. feeling the the waves of it I was like holy shit so maybe that's one of the things that you know and it's like insidious that tiptoe through the through the tulips or whatever the oh, tiptoe I hate or, that song. dude like that that song's not scary but in that movie, in that movie it fucks you up scene, yeah yeah like you're like holy shit like so yeah um yeah man it's just it's crazy I don't even know how we went into that but no, yeah we had just saw that and, and my wife me and my wife both take turns doing that yeah dude we we, we were just doing that in the uh, right, my, stop it. Yeah, yeah dude don't it's so right so right after the film festival we go to get this little pizza place right right down the street and one of my girls starts doing that and steve and my wife are like cut that shit out yeah, dude. you never thought about me like yeah. it's just a nervous tick, but now, you know, but, now but now with that movie it like you, up. you shut the fuck up <laughs> you don't do that goddamn yep thing. yep so and it's, it's that was funny a really good one, it's, it's cool man was the really writing was really one. cool you just didn't expect any of that shit no, didn't man. expect any of it um but yeah man like i said the, the horror films and all that man like i i love that shit um it's just it's ex- it's fun it's yeah. fun you know to sit there and watch that um but yeah, and I actually got the chance to actually meet the girl who plays uh, the the character in that movie. Her name was Angela. Um, Texas Frightmare Weekend in Dallas. They have it every year. It's really cool. I got to meet George Romero there, um, oh, yeah. and I met her. Like it was like everybody I've loved growing up with horror movies was yeah. there that day, and I got all their autographs and got to meet them. And uh, she wrote on my autograph part. She put a. There's a scene where before she bites this dude's tongue out of his mouth, uh, she says, "Dance with me," and she pulls him into the to the, by the fireplace, and there's like a fucking strobe light going off. She's dancing all crazy, and uh, she wrote on my thing. She was like Joseph. She was like, "Dance with me," and I was like. Oh my god, that's fucking cool. Uh, you know, like I said, I'm a big fan when it comes to that stuff. Um, and, and it makes sense, like, um, I guess why I'm doing it. Like, and and this is why I wasn't afraid, like, to start doing this again. Yeah, was because and Tarantino's a huge inspiration, just the way he talks about it. He says he didn't go to film school; he went to films. Oh yeah, he doesn't. He didn't. He didn't need to go to film school. Yeah. Robert Rodriguez didn't need to go to film school, and you know, and they just that's studied, how they did it. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, I was watching Samuel Jackson talk about him when, and how he is on on set, and he was like, yeah, you know, he'll tell you to do this, and then you're doing your scene, you look over and you see him, and he's like jumping around. He's like, oh man, you can see he's getting excited. He he's like, stoked about yeah, it, yeah, and he's like slapping the guy on the co- and camera. And I was like, holy shit, I do the same fucking thing. Like, that's, oh yeah, 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 dude. I'm there like with Steve. I'm like, I'm like, this is fucking awesome. This is a good <laughs> scene. This is a good scene. I was like, oh, and of course he was like need to do it over again like what the fuck <laughs> you know like uh but yeah the i guess i get so excited about it man so um yeah it's just it's cool like i said it's it's really cool yeah 
Well, that's cool, man. Uh, how do people find you? How do people uh, your YouTube channel? Your uh, so media? there's there's two there's two YouTube channels. Like I said, the first one's older. Um, it's Hypnotos Productions, and it's not spaced out. The two words aren't spaced out. The new one, the two words are spaced out. That's yeah. the only difference. Um, and we only have the contradiction trailer up right there um, right now. Um, we'll be adding some other stuff soon. Um, excuse me. Uh, my uh, Facebook page. Um, it's a uh, it's Jay Mendez. Um, you look up just the letter J. Jay Mendez. And then um, I also have a Hypnotose Productions uh, page for Facebook as well. It has a, a H and with the spiral. I got to work on the new. That's the old thing that you know we just did to start up to put a picture up. But we're gonna um, draw up a new a new logo. Um, and then on Instagram, it's Writer J Mendez. Mm-hmm. Um, look up Writer J Mendez um, on Instagram, and that's where you'll find my page for that. And my Instagram is basically everything that I do. Um, it's not just filming, but I put all my film stuff on there as well. Yeah. Um, but I love the barbecue, so all my barbecue pictures are up there, and you know, like you know, taking your little food pictures and stuff. Um, and then uh, camping, uh, hunting, all that stuff. Um, having not hunting, but fishing as well. I'm a huge fishing guy, so um, a lot of my pictures are up there. So that's cool, man. Twitter? You do Twitter? I do have a Twitter. Um, I don't get on it at no. all. Yeah, I, 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 I need to. I'm sure I, I probably need to. Um, I, I haven't been on Twitter in uh, ages, man. Uh, yeah. But I think uh, that one's the same thing. It's Ryder J. Mendes um, on that one. Uh, so you can find me on, on Twitter on that one. As soon as I get it up, I'll start you know promoting that a little bit more. But yeah, that's that's where you find me. Uh, email um, RyderJMendes84 at gmail.com. If you, if you ever need to find me, it's RyderJMendes84 uh, at gmail.com. Cool, man. Well, congratulations again. I think Thanks, it's a huge man. thing. Uh, thanks for coming by. I was pretty stoked to sit down with you. Yeah. Like I, I hate reaching out to people and they go like, why, why the fuck would I do a podcast? Why not? But uh, No, nah, man, but it was cool. No, nah, this was exciting, man. Thank Congratulations. you. Congratulations. Uh, best of luck with everything. And uh, yeah, we'll yeah, catch I, up I, later. I know I, uh, I ranted on a little bit here and there. No, that's, Sorry. What <laughs> that's what it's for, man. It's for you to talk and shit. Yeah, cool. But man, yeah, it was fun. Appreciate it, bro. All right, laters. <laughs>